They say beauty's in the eye of the beholder. That's pretty insensitive to the blind, if you ask me. In that case, I'd have to be holding her to know. Wow, you're really beautiful, I say, groping strangers on the L train. Oh, my mistake, sir. <laughs> For those unfamiliar, blindness is an affliction in which your vision is heavily impaired. I'm told it's the primary reason we're allowed to do this show, that our audience needn't know what we actually look like. I'm Gordon. I'm Caleb. And this week, we're grabbing our white canes and trying to walk a mile in another's non-matching shoes as we wonder if being struck blind would be preferable from birth or sometime during childhood. So, child or birth on three. Three, two, one. Birth. Birth. Why is that, Caleb? Well, um, I'd I'd think... In the opposite case, I would end up suicidally depressed, uh, so life would be much shorter anyway, because I would have had a taste of what things look like and how great <laughs> sight is, and I don't even want that that digging away in my brain. Really? Yeah, it just seems terrible. I mean, um, you know, I'd have uh, I'd have no concept of all the the shitty aesthetic nature of of the world, which I think would be an amazing thing. I wouldn't know what I'm supposed to care about. So that's good. You know, I would have, I'd have my own, I'd be my own person. Think about that for a second. That'd that be would amazing. be awful. <laughs> wouldn't it be? <laughs> I guess. I, I'm with you then, I guess. Yeah. yeah. What What about you? You say, I mean, you obviously say, say the wrong answer. So I'm interested to know why. This yeah. Thing. It's just, I, I believe in the, it's better to have loved and lost kind of thing. And so I, I think just having had sight, I, I agree with you would be fucking depressing. But at the same time, you would be able to share in like the common vocabulary of certain things like shapes and colors and stuff and know what people are talking about, at least, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm guessing, though, you would find your own things to talk about and communicate. I mean, but someone's not going to go up to a blind person and be like, hey, did you see that cool orange circle yesterday? <laughs> they're going to know not to do that. So you're and, and besides, you're not going to really have any concept of what they're talking about anyway. So would you really feel left out to begin with. I well, guess it could be like, oh, the Chiefs changed their jerseys to yellow today. Oh, gross. You know, you could have that conversation. Why would anyone want to have that conversation? <laughs> yeah, that true. sounds terrible. Yeah. Well, think about it this way. If someone told you that being transgendered was like the greatest thing in the world. As you've often said. As I've often said. Um, you would just kind of dismiss it because you're like, I don't have any grounds for comparison. I don't even know. Like, mm -hmm. would you feel bad that you're not transgendered then? If someone was like, it's the best. You'd probably yeah, be fine be... with what you have, right? Uh, maybe. I don't know. But really, if I if I were blind and transgendered, would anyone give a shit which public restroom I used? That's true. Yeah, fake blindness. That's what I'm gonna do now that I, to get myself into those uh, girls' restrooms because apparently I'm not able to do that. <laughs> no, not anymore. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a law-abiding, sign-reading citizen. Right. God damn it! I'm more concerned about the guy still in the guys' room with boys. Yeah, that's way yeah. more likely to have a scenario than the other way around. I might be a pedophile, but I obey the rules on <laughs> doors. By golly, I'm just gonna cut that little snippet and <laughs> post that as its own episode. Also, my name is Gordon Highland. Yeah, right. You have to leave that in there yeah it's yeah. part of the same yeah yeah and really you know i guess this applies in your case too but as a as a once sighted person i would still i'd have my whole life to hope for a cure i mean it's possible in our lifetimes they're developing things we can get into that in a little bit but maybe maybe get it back i mean no one's saying it's permanent i just feel like the life would be so much not easier yeah i guess i am life would be so much easier if i never knew sight um because i i wouldn't be forced by others to adhere to the 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 conversations about sight or what sight entails i mean people would see i'm blind they would know i'm blind they'd help me out so that kind of stuff i navigate the world just fine but also right now i'm tired of wondering if my hair is messed up 
<laughs> or like if I have a stain on my shirt, I like will it tell doesn't you matter. Both are true. <laughs> well, see, and now I feel bad. Yeah. But if I was blind, I wouldn't know what that meant. Someone, yeah. some jerk could point it out. Like some jerk who thinks they're being helpful or whatever could be like, <laughs> "You have a stain on your shirt." I'm like, great. Now I know what a stain is. Thanks a lot, asshole. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think parents of blind children who masturbate too much threaten them with? I'm trying to follow this logic here. Uh, yeah, you're gonna right. be blind. You know. <laughs> Are you going to take away my hearing now, yeah. too? <laughs> Don't touch yourself. For a second there, I thought you meant the parents were masturbating too much. Well, maybe and not, I was like, yeah. how are the kids involved in this? That's <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, you got to call SRS on that. That's another episode for another week. Is it? Well, we'll write that down in our topic <laughs> ideas. Yeah. Parenting would 401. You, would you teach your children how to masturbate? Oh, God, no. <laughs> I don't have Would you children. teach someone else's child? Oh my God, that's awful, Caleb. It is, it is. I'm blind, don't make fun of me. You know, there's that scene in Mask, the movie with Eric Stoltz that I think was complete bullshit. Smoking, right? <laughs> no, the other mask. Oh, oh. Yeah. The, the elephant man? Yes, that okay. one. And he has a blind girlfriend and he has her because he looks the way she does and she's blind and shouldn't care. And there's a scene where he's trying to get her to identify with colors. And he puts something really cold in her hands. He says, this is blue. Then he puts something hot in her hands, says, this is red. And when it cools down, it will be pink. It still doesn't mean anything. She doesn't have an association. Yeah. That, yeah. Blue doesn't mean cold. Yes. Yeah, some things that are blue are cold. It doesn't but. make any sense at all. Yeah. Because, I mean, now she's ever in a conversation where someone is talking about like, oh, do you see the red paint on that house? She'd be like, you better back away. It's yeah. going to catch on fire. Catch on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that always kind of bothered me. Yeah, well, that, that's the one thing about that movie that bothers you, right? Right. Like, These things are kind of a drag. Not the fact that it's a thinly veiled freak show. I, I felt terrible for the kid, though. That I means a real guy. Yeah, it's a real guy. Uh, it's like, um, it's weird that they didn't hire him to be sloth. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> He's out of work, hey, I'm sure. Guys! <laughs> uh, right. Gross. I think you were talking about the superficiality of like not having to worry about your hair and, and shit like that. And I think because of that, it could improve your relationships because you're not going to be hung up on, on those types of things. And mm -hmm. you, can, you can open up the world to fat chicks, so to speak, you know. Although, conversely, I wonder if, and this isn't a direct remark on fat chicks, because who knows, maybe fat chicks don't stink, but smell might become more offensive to you as a blind person, yeah, especially if you were blind your whole life. So maybe we are able to bypass smell because we're so visually focused Maybe if we didn't, couldn't see, we'd be like, oh, that person smells so right. different and I can't really get near yeah. that person or and something. And you know when they walk in the room, that's, you know, such and such. Yeah. And like, oh. You could fight crime in Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> like that, Daredevil? Yeah, that really happens. No, yeah. like Punisher. Yeah, well, actually, like Punisher. <laughs> Both. I was trying to be a jerk. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's also, that's the only other superhero that would still apply to the and situation. Jessica Jones, except, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Wow. That makes me wonder, can blind people still be vain? That's a good question because vanity is so visually focused. It is, but you could still, like, I assume well, at least some blind people have handlers that help them with their appearance and comb their hair and help them kind of fit in with the, what the rest of the world sees as being attractive. Yeah. So you're concerned about the way you present yourself. Yeah, that's true. Well, are you concerned or are, is someone concerned for you because they feel like that you should be concerned? And they want you to be part of society. Right. But you probably I'm not, still I'm not that worried about my hair. Well, you should be. Well, you should be. It's awful. <laughs> you know, I just remembered uh, The Mask. There was a bit in Family Guy where it was actually talking about a scene in The Mask where she like touches his face or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she immediately freaks out and goes, oh, God. Oh, God, you're awful. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, you're supposed to like me for who I am. She's like, yeah, but I didn't know you were. You look like that. <laughs> it's 
really good. Uh, Stevie Wonder, mm-hmm. he has nine children fathered by five women. Well, because he's Stevie Wonder. It's not because he's right, blind. Exactly. That's the point <laughs> yeah. that I was going to make. Yeah. And similar, uh, Ray Charles has uh, 12 kids by 10 women. Had. Had, yeah. And it's because they're celebrities. Of not course, because. of course. I, I did find some interesting t- statistics about the blind. Um, one of them is that their divorce rate is only one third of the rest of the population. Blind to each other or or blind, it doesn't say. married? Oh, it doesn't know. Yeah. I think most blind people are married to sighted people. I would just assume. What's going on? Wouldn't that be, oh, I mean, to me, being blind, that's like the ultimate codependent. Yeah, pro- well, I don't know. I think you find, I think you, I bet, dependent, really. I, I bet if I shut off the lights in your apartment, you could probably, even though as messy as hell as your apartment mm-hmm. is, you could find your way through it without a problem. That's true. And I think it's the same way. I mean, you, you, you learn to navigate in different ways. Yes. So as long as things don't change that often, you're going to be fine. I remember I was 13 years old, our first house, we'd moved in the night, the day that we moved in. I got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, completely pitch black. We didn't have anything yet, you know, and how weird that I was in a strange place. Couldn't see Dick. That's crazy. And yeah, it was a fucked up feeling. Yeah. You know, you know I mean, think about it. Strange places don't stay strange forever. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've said this about going to new places or traveling to new places. You're always, you're always a little bit anxious about going to a new place and experiencing, trying to find your way around the map, around mm-hmm. the locations. But really, if you're there for a couple hours and you kind of walk around, you are now oriented to that place. You know that place and you will know that place anytime you go back. And yeah. I, I think it's the same. You know, you're only, if, if you're born blind, you're never going to know that you won't, that you're missing out on anything. So you're going to be navigating your life from the beginning that sure. way anyway. You know, I, I agree know. with that. I, I always think of, uh, you know, we're talking about site restoration because that's a possibility sometimes now, um, at least in, in limited fashion. And um, it makes me think of all those YouTube videos. I wrote a, a book about a guy that has a cochlear implant because he was deaf. And you see a lot of YouTube videos of especially children, the first time they have their implant mm, switched yeah. on, it's like the light bulb moment and the world just opens up to them, right? I've seen the other ones, other side of it, though, where the first time they switch it on, the kids cry their ass off because they don't like it. It's such yes. a different feeling. It's such a thing. They just hate it. So I think that that said, the, the gift of first time sight would be incredibly stressful, I think. I mean, didn't you see that Val Kilmer movie? Of course you didn't. Me neither. No. <laughs> At first sight, yeah. I actually prayed for blindness after the island of Dr. Moreau came out shortly thereafter. But It's Top Secret or The Saint. That's that, it. The end. That Val Kilmer. I liked him in The Doors. Uh, yeah. yeah. Newly sighted people, they still think like blind people. And so it disorients them in lots of different ways because mm. the, the way the brain interprets signals and whatnot. So they, have, they still have trouble with shape, shapes and sizes and language. <laughs> <laughs> Even sighted people. But stuff like depth perception, like they just don't, a lot of them don't understand. They, they'll see like a, a, a three-dimensional, well, two-dimensional piece of artwork with perspective in it. And they can't fathom oh, how cool. like the, the converging lines hmm. mean that they don't, their brain isn't wired that way. And they still struggle with these things. Um, facial emotions. I mean, that's, we rely on body language a lot for visual cues. And that made me wonder our, um, their disawareness, unawareness of this. Does this make blind people better or worse liars? <laughs> <laughs> if they can feel the person's face when when they're saying that they didn't sleep with their cousin or whatever it is, you know, or whatever it is, I just yeah, yeah, I'm just guess. pulling yeah. things out Aunt, of you nephew. know whoever whoever I don't know who would make a better liar a blind person or a sighted person because they don't know Probably, to mask that the, they need to mask it. I would bet the blind person would be the better assumed liar because he could legitimately say, "No, officer, I didn't see anything." Right, so he'd be fine. Um, it's a good witness. 
That's true. Like, if you never knew about facial expressions, you wouldn't have to rely on them. Right. right. I mean, that's that's kind of where you're going with and that. You, and you wouldn't pantomime them, as we talked about in an earlier episode. Yeah. You wouldn't struggle to think, okay, I have to do this now. I think from that perspective, though, if I didn't if I didn't have that context, then I think my imagination would actually be more expressive than possibly if I had still had visual cues to sort of warp in my own head. Oh, yeah. You know, my, my, my imagination would be much, much greater. And who knows, maybe I would even start to understand jazz. No. No? Let's not, not go think, that okay. far. Why, why would you want to? That's true. It's not about the it's not about the music that's good. It's about the music that's not good. Yeah. That's how jazz works. That's funny. See what he did <laughs> yeah, there? Most people it. say it's not about the notes you play, it's about the notes you don't play. I think play. they get it. They're not I, blind. I don't know. Come on. Isn't that our audience? This is a this is a visual medium, right? Yes, yeah, that's that's funny. <laughs> I've got a little game I can play. How about this, Gordon? Sure, yeah. That's right. I'm gonna read through some some people, some famous celebrities, and you tell me if they are blind. Being legally blind, basically blinded one eye or, or completely blind or whatever, or if they're not. This should be easy. Simple as that. Yes. You ready? Now I'm going to throw some curveballs at you, okay? Okay. I love balls coming at me. <laughs> Helen Keller. Blind. Oh, God. Okay, well, that's actually all I had. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep, that's uh, <laughs> It was a very good Thank game. Thank you for playing. Blind or not blind. <laughs> actually, there are a few on here. I won't go into the reasons because, you know, what determines blindness or not blindness can... There is actually yeah. no... There, there is a legal definition, but it's very kind of vague a little bit. Right. Um, but Franklin Delano Roosevelt apparently had severe sight issues. Poor FDR, huh? Yeah. Uh, Harriet Tubman, the Underground Railroad famous for. You gave She's me a look good, like... Yeah, really good. No, not like, who is she? She's very She's going to be on her money, for yeah. God's sake. <laughs> Did you say she's very good at syrup? I said she has very good syrup. Oh, my God. I, I was saying that from your perspective, because you're the one who gave me the look like, who's that? No, I was trying to think that, like, the darkness, like, her eyes just were, I, you know, the Underground Railroad wasn't literally underground, right? It was just a series of houses. I'm aware. Stuff. Okay. I'm yeah. aware. Yeah. When I was a kid, I'm like, ooh, it's like spelunky. I know. I, I, yeah. <laughs> um, Louis Braille. I'm going to guess he was Makes blind. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 Um, actually, all of these are blind now. It's no, no oh. longer a game. Galileo. No shit. Yeah, isn't that weird? Like, I'm guessing not fully blind because... It's a famous stargazer. Yeah, how else would he do his thing? Um, Andrea Bocelli. Um, Opera singer? Yes. John Milton, um, writer. And there was a couple in here that were actually Claude Monet, um, which actually he painted his... Uh, well, I knew starry. he had issues because, like, Starry Night, you know, but he I thought it was starry a mental issue. I thought um, it was a visual issue. I, I think it probably was both, I would guess. Mm-hmm. But um, the Water Lily murals, he painted those. Those were, like, his last paintings when he was almost completely blind. Wow. And so, yeah. That's fascinating. What well, if you were blind, what do you think your chosen occupation would be? Um, I would live off the government and make meth. Government meth. Government meth. Brought to you by the makers of government cheese. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've said before that my ideal occupation, blind or sighted, would be a presidential food taster, just to get to try like the best meals in, at the, in the world from dignitaries and whatnot. But it made me think of uh, Stephen Graham Jones has a novel called Zombie Bake Off, <laughs> and one of the characters is an elderly woman who's blind, but she can her sense of taste is so attuned that she can uh, suss out any ingredients from any product just by tasting it. Mm. Man, it's a good thing, back to Polinick, that rant... Uh, Buster Rant Casey wasn't blind because then because he could fame in that novel he could uh, taste where women have been right by the t- taste of their vaginas so yes he would, uh, get some stuff there yeah um, musician of course I mean part of me is like man I would be a really good musician if I were blind <laughs> is that how that works but I'm also white so I don't know that I mean if that works like I bet there's some white Jeff Healy there you go Jeff Healy guitar he played the guitar on his lap you know that guy. Yeah, from Roadhouse. Roadhouse, come on, Patrick Swayze. Roadhouse? I'm just saying when you put that when you put that up next to like Stevie Wonder and <laughs> Ray Charles, right? And John Healy, Jeff Healy, Jeff Healy. See, I don't even know. 
it's gone just it's like gone. that. It's already gone. Angel Eyes, big hit. Oh, nope. man. Uh, Randy Newman. The singer? Yeah. Partially Blind? No, I'm lying about that one. Oh. When blind I think of, people got yeah. no reason. When I think of the verb jowly, the, the two people that come to mind are Droopy. Okay. <laughs> and Randy Newman. Yeah. Like, just Randy Newman thinking about what he sees. I think that boy he's in all those Disney movies. His music, anyway. Uh, Something that fascinates me. What do you think the dreams of the blind are like? Uh, let's see. So we'd have to probably back up and say, how do they interpret life in general? Mm-hmm. Um, probably just a lot of emotion, feeling, that sort of thing. Um, they wouldn't have any vi- – well, it depends on if they were blind at birth or we'll – That's say true. At, we'll say at birth. Um, they wouldn't have any visual reference. So I think, you know, I think blind people, depending on depending on how they're blind, some of their the, – the conal uh, – what are they called? The Rods and cones. Thank you. Some of them might still work, so you might still get like vague impressions of light yes. and dark and stuff. And if that's the case, then they probably just dream about whatever the light and dark is associated with emotionally. Right. Um, yeah, it's probably just a lot of like sweating, if a nightmare, you know, because we still we, – we do more than visualize when we dream. We sweat. We, we sometimes uh, – uh, uh, Ejaculate. Ha- ejaculate. We have um, – <laughs> he means the royal we. <laughs> yes, yes. As in all of us together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, well, I looked at some of the research on this because it was just so interesting to me. And uh, it turns out that much like you said, that's true. But also that uh, blind people have a lot more nightmares than sighted people do. Uh, they say about 20% more. And the types of things that they have bad dreams about are be- because uh, I believe, and some research backs this up, it's not hard science, but the dreams are sort of a, like a sandbox for us to work out and audition problems in a safe mm-hmm. place that we can then use in our lives, hopefully. And they, they often dream about things like falling through manhole covers, being hit by a car, um, getting lost, uh, losing their um, helper dog. Mm. Uh, uh, what do you call it? The dog? The guide dog. Guide dog. Thank you. Stuff like that, which is, that makes sense because these are real world problems and they're trying to work them out in their brains. Hmm. But generally speaking, kind of like you were saying, they otherwise have the same emotional and thematic content that we dream about the same level of bizarreness approximately it's just that uh their senses they don't uh a lot of them don't even know light and dark for that Hmm. matter um some do but a lot of them don't and so that's really interesting to me part of a theory of mind also would say the same thing about fiction works of fiction in terms of it being a sandbox just as a side note um, yeah, that similarly. fiction is actually a way for you to work out probable or some, some type of situation that you might get involved with, figure out how it works and all that kind of stuff. So it's sim- similar without the, without, in the absence of sight, they, the other senses are way more attuned. They tend to dream and smells and, and, and um, sounds and touches, sensate stuff. So hmm. that's fascinating. There are some medical revolutions happening with uh, sight restoration. There are corneal implants. Um, the, uh, they've got these like bionic glass glasses things. It's basically a pair of glasses with a video camera in them. The video camera then um, projects onto the the lenses um, in back into their eyes like a flashing pattern that's tuned into their brain. So it relies on them. They have to have some parts that still work. It's like people that have lost their sight because mm-hmm. otherwise the, the mechanism wouldn't even be there to interpret it. And then the brain can interpret those as basically basic shapes and lights and darks, which are good enough for a lot of people to get around and recognize people like entering and exiting yeah. rooms, not falling into elevator shafts. <laughs> that would make like sense. That. I guess for someone who had had sight and lost it, that would be a nice comfort. I think if I were someone who had never seen and and, and I and I was able, was given that gift, I would probably not like it because then you I, I wouldn't want to become overly dependent on 
such vagarities, you know, yeah. like I want to rely on my own sense that I've used to navigate things. And I don't want, I wouldn't want to lose the sense of, um, echolocation, for example, yes. that's something that blind like radar. Use. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't want to lose that sense by relying too much on visuals. Um, yeah. and, who and if you were blind from birth, you wouldn't have access to these sorts exactly, of yeah, technologies. Yeah. yeah. So do we have a correction this week? We do. We do. Um, in episode 54, um, I had said that lying under oath doesn't inherently bother me. And what I failed to mention is that, Oath and I, we, we go way back. So <laughs> whether I'm lying under, on top of, or beside, Oath and I are so comfortable with one another that I don't even think about how our bedtime configurations may offend others. And and for that, I do not apologize. You're a man of convictions, Caleb J. Ross. Mm-hmm. We have a sponsor this week. It is At First Sight, now available on Blu-ray combo. Oh, that's just, no. No, <laughs> that's just wrong on so many levels. Uh, what else? Uh... Endless Love, the Ray Charles Tennis Camp. <laughs> we have got to talk to our sales department. This yeah. is just this is offensive to our potentially blind audience. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, one more. Here we go. Let's try this out. Tired of using a screen reader for all your online adult entertainment? Can't appreciate their stellar acting performances through oral stimulation only? Well, sign up for the new Pornhub Braille and put your fingers on blast. Your monthly subscription includes our patent-pending USB peripheral, the Lumpy Pad. Just place both hands on it, as one out of every 50 screen pixels is reproduced in near-real-time 3D, thanks to a selection of new titles filmed in a motion-capture environment. Feel every bump of the van ride, each contour of that casting couch taking shape under your hand, every rhythmic and unnecessarily close-up scrote slap, and contorted O-face reaction shot. Yeah, you'd think this technology might allow for more immersive virtual experience, perhaps something employing a real doll or maybe even a flashlight. But we understand the blind community and know that their fantasy above all others is a sensation of vision (laughs) through their hands, both of them simultaneously. Because why would you need one hand free? That just turns it into the devil's plaything. That's Pornhub Braille, now available in Japan, because of course it is. Caleb, thanks for joining me on this episode. You're welcome. Appreciate y'all listening. At Important Pod, that is our collective Twitter handle. I'm at Gordon Highland. I am at Caleb J. Ross. Find us on Facebook. Continue the conversation. Give us some episode uh, topic ideas or comment on this one. Or you can go to our web home online. That is importantquestionpodcast.com. Please subscribe. You can hit us on Google Play Music now, as well as the old standbys, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, etc. And until next time, as my glass-eyed grandfather used to say, I'll keep an eye out for you. Important question. <laughs> that should just be one episode. Nothing but clearings and snots and stuff. And the, the topic is, uh, would you buy a fucking allergy pill, man? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>